And you are tuning in to Why Not Sports with the homie D Murph. So why not? Why not? Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life. Why not sports? It's more than on and off the court. Why not sports? Hey. Why not sports? Yeah. Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life. Why not sports? It's more than on and off the court. Why not sports? Hey. Why not sports? D Murph. You a fool for this one. <laughs> yeah. We interrupt this regularly scheduled programming for this special report. I'm Cole Johnson of Cole Sports, and this is your Why Not Sports short. All right, y'all. What up? What up? What up? What up? Hey, y'all. This is the big homie, D Murph, on the Why Not Sports short. So I wanted to get this brother opportunity to be able to talk about his time as a Pistons fan in the late 80s talk about his love for the game talk about his IQ of the game and sports as a whole very knowledgeable and I'm glad to present this brother here he is like I like to say not respected as a sports head because in my opinion, he does not talk sports. He talks life. And it might rub some people the wrong way or even ruffle some feathers. But I rock with him down with the DMs. He's also been on the flagrant too. And, of course, now, Why Not Sports? He was on an earlier episode a while back. Another Why Not Sports short. But he's here by himself, Mr. Derek Moore, Mr. Poetry in Motion, Mr. Penrose Eames. <laughs> What's good, y'all? What's good, Murph? Oh, man. Hey, man. Just uh, want to bless the world, man. Seeing what we can uh, do to shine some light and let them know about you as a sports head. I don't say a sports novice, but I don't want to put too much pressure on you. Nah, you know what I mean? Well, well, first off, thanks for even having me on the platform. Uh, it's always it's always a, uh, a a delight to be able to chop hey. it up with you when the chance. So, um, but yeah, we, we yeah, we definitely can kick it about the Pistons, man. You know, that's my team. We actually we can just kick it about sports. People be acting no like Penrose don't talk sports. Right, you know? right, right, right. So, so world, he he. I, I want to bring up the Pistons first because. They haven't had no, not for the exception of the 2014, of course, when they uh-huh. beat the Lakers. But the 88, 89, 90 Pistons team, even though they didn't win 88, that was the year that Isaiah hurt himself, his ankle. Right. And we went, went three times in a row. Yep. Yep. And yep. we lost. We lost 88. We won 89. We won 90. Yep. But yeah, that game where he messed his ankle up and he still dropped fifty two points. Yeah, I definitely remember that. Classic, one of the best games of all time. So yeah, most doc, most definitely. I mean, why aren't you a Lions fan though? Being from Detroit, born and raised. Um, because growing up, basketball was number one. Um, that was preached in the household that I lived in, and uh, at the time. For those people who are true fans of of the sport itself and everything that goes into it, the Pistons actually uh, walked around with Detroit Raiders shirts on, and it was a Raider symbol from the Oakland. It was the Oakland Raider symbol, but it had a basketball behind it, and then it turned into the skull and crossbones with the basketball behind it. Hence, uh, some <laughs> of my new cover art. Um, and so back then, they had Detroit Raiders shirts, and then, you know, they turned them into the Detroit Bad Boy shirts and all of that. Detroit and, basketball. Oh, my bad. You know, <laughs> and for me, I thought because they had the the moniker, you know, the Bad Boys, 
And for me, I thought one of the dopest things, and we talked about this before, loyalty is something that I look at very, very hardcore. Mm -hmm. And at that time, you know, you get now that I'm older, I'm, I see that it wasn't the fact that Oakland was loyal to Detroit or vice versa. But I do see that the Raiders had that, or back then, you know, they had that, that negative concept that was put on them as well as just being rough and tough, hardcore, you know what I'm saying, dirty players. And Detroit was given that same moniker. The Bad Boys was was thought of to be, you know, Bill Lambert was punching people in the ribs underneath the rim. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We was hard fouling folks and it wasn't getting caught. You know, you couldn't. Look, real talk. And we talking about the late 80s, early 90s. You went at one of them. Hey, we th we'll throw blows on the floor. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? We, yeah. we were the Bad Boys. And so that's actually why I'm not a Lions fan. Is because I became a, a Oakland Raider fan strictly because I saw them reach out to my favorite uh, basketball team, and I was young at the time. You know what I mean? And that meant a lot to me. And I was like, "Well, if they would do it, why won't the Lions do it?" So I'm a Barry Sanders fan, but I'm just not a Lions fan. That know? makes sense. I like sense. to see the home team do good, but yeah, you know, because but you know, I love everything about the Pistons. So I felt like when when the Raiders actually looked out and did that, I thought that was a great symbol. So, hence me being a Raider fan. But that's interesting. I've never heard that story until today. You know that, right? Really? I was like, why is he a Raiders fan? But I didn't ask. I thought because you was in your military background, you know, you was in Cali. You was like, oh, yeah, man, I like the Oakland Raiders. But I didn't know what you just said. So, look at that. Oh, yeah. Nah, yeah, I've been a Raider fan since Bo was on the team. <laughs> Bo, no. That's for Bo Jackson, for those who don't know. Also you know, played baseball, one of the, I guess, the best dual threats of all time. I, you know what? Had it not been for injury, I'd get. You have to give best to Dion because of longevity. Ooh. But had it not been for injury, yeah, Bo would have been down as the best dual sport player ever. Oh, you put Dion number one. Who else did it? We had a show. Shout out to Big Roy, bro, boy Turner, Roe, BTG, and Cole. We had that conversation. I think it was it was between Dion, Bo, um, Charlie Ward. But Charlie, come on, man. When I'm when I'm when I'm talking dual sports, let's look at baseball and football season. Those seasons okay. run into each other. Okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Charlie Ward had the 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 benefit of playing one sport, having a few weeks <laughs> off, and then starting up. No. And listen, and for all intents purposes, let's just be real. This is why Charlie Ward went and played for the Knicks and didn't enter the NFL draft. Charlie Ward was a decent, he was a decent football quarterback. He was a Heisman he Trophy winner. Charlie, that's because he was fast and black. Let's be honest. We're talking about the late 90s, bro. Let's just be honest about it, okay? All right. As long as you could run fast, you was getting it. You know what I'm saying? And. <laughs> Charlie Ward did some things that was not done at the quarterback position, and that's because at the time there was no what, before Charlie Ward. How many exclusive black quarterbacks did we see in college at that position? You see, I, mean, I said at that position, I already said quarterback, but you know what I mean. How many black quarterbacks did we see that and that went to uh, primarily white schools? You didn't see that. They see said he went so, to the NBA for the money, though, bro. They said his count was like, yo, you're not going to get paid and have a steady career in the NFL, but the NBA is willing to pay you probably more money, guaranteed. And you knew back then, I'm playing bad cop, though, right now. You going to guarantee, Charlie Ward's count was like, yo, you going to guarantee yourself more money as an NBA player. So they give you the opportunity to take it. He ended up playing over 10 years. And true indeed. Don't get me wrong. First off, before we get into money, shout out to Allen Houston. Because um, that's one of the best. Uh, Allen Houston robbed the New York Knicks for all intents purposes. But anyhow, yes, you're going to get more money. True indeed. But let's also talk about lifestyle. Charlie Ward goes to the NFL. Nobody cares. Because you're going to get overshadowed by every quarterback that was already there. You're talking about going into the NFL at a time where Brett Favre was still there, Steve Young Steve was still Young, there, yeah. Troy Aikman was just yeah. about to retire, uh, Jim Kelly was just retiring, uh, Elway had won his first and going into winning his second Super Bowl. You're talking about guys that, and, and then you're black. So 
you have to live up to the hype of the Warren Moons, the Randall Cunningham. Come on. The, you know what I'm saying? Um, even the Rodney Pete. Let's not let's not. Yeah, Rodney, Rodney Pete was nasty, now. Donovan so, McNabb. Exactly. You have to live up to those guys. You see what I'm saying? Even though McNabb went, you know what I mean? They, they would have came in around the same same time, yeah. But you can't. You're Charlie Ward, bro. You're Charlie Ward. And then another reason you know he went into basketball because he knew uh, football wasn't going to work is name somebody outside of outside of true sport heads, outside of people that are true sports fans. Name somebody who knew Charlie Ward played basketball before he went to the NBA. The casual sports fan didn't know that because right. they didn't care. Right. Right. That's right. what I'm saying. But how yeah. did he get his marketing team or his camp to sell him as a professional NBA player after winning a Heisman Trophy in football? Whoever he had was dope. <laughs> yes, and I need them on my team. Man. Because I don't know how he even – let's look at that. I'm trying to remember that draft class. <laughs> With Charlie Moore now? Talking about for the yeah. NBA? Yeah. I, I can't remember you. the entire draft class. I'm on top of it, bro. Give me another minute. I got you. No doubt. I'm almost willing to bet, though, as you're looking this draft class up, I'm almost willing to bet that there was at least 10 other guards. <laughs> I'll say five. We're talking two rounds. I'll say five other guards. Maybe some that didn't even get drafted. That could have went over Charlie Ward. He was drafted in 1994, so the 94 draft. Wow, was it really that early? He was a first-round pick, 26 overall. So, yep, 1994 draft. All right, I can see why you picked Charlie Wood in the NBA in 1994, but still, it it, it made more sense for him to go to the NBA than the NFL, not because you're going to get paid more money, but because you wouldn't have made it in the NFL. You were too short, and the only reason, and I hate to say it, but let's just be honest, the only reason you was looked at as highly as you were is because you was fast and black. But back then, they really wasn't giving black quarterback. You had to be extremely elite to be a black quarterback and get a starting job in the NFL. And that wasn't going to happen for Charlie Wood. So in order to stay a superstar, live that life that you need to live, the, the NBA was a better choice. So the, so that was a draft class with the big dog, Glenn Robinson, Jason Kidd, <laughs> Grant Hill, Jawan Howard. Yeah. Yeah, that was a beautiful draft class. Shout Jaylen out to Grant Rose. So they, they yeah. had okay. Yo, okay draft. yo, real talk, and I've said this before, but Grant Hill don't get injured, the conversation would be about Jordan, Kobe, and Grant. Facts. Yeah. Not taking nothing away from LeBron. I think that's a conversation in a different yeah, tone. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But Grant Hill don't get injured. You put, he, he most definitely is in that conversation. And the sad part is he would have been in the conversation the greatest to never win it. Because even if he never would have got hurt, I don't think that the Pistons was putting the right pieces around pieces him. Pieces around him, yep. Yeah, you know, Allen Houston was the best addition he had. When him and Allen Houston was together, they was nasty, but... Yeah. You can't just win, you know what I mean? Especially back in that, that 90s NBA, you wasn't winning a, a, a championship off of strictly a backcourt. No. You know what I mean? What the Warriors did was something new. That was unheard of. They won a championship with no front court presence whatsoever. Not saying that what's, uh, uh, Draymond isn't that dude, yeah. but he, he's a glue player. They didn't yeah. have no real center. Nope. You know what I'm saying? And for all intents and purposes, you got the smallest power forward in the league. <laughs> Uh, yes, six seven, yeah, six right. eight at Getting the tallest, in. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, six nine, just because he want to be taller on paper. You, you know, know what I mean? as a, a former athlete, you know, sometimes that extra height, you know, it comes in handy. It makes you know? feel good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yes, I'm six seven though. My my height is actually legit. I'm not. Just, oh no, for sure. I'm just I'm for just my listeners like, out there, like Murph, would you what six five? No, if you, I'm I'm really my height. So Look, when I right. showed when I showed up to certain places and it said I was six four, I was excited. I know I'm only six two. This six four. Oh, it's a tall day. It's a tall day today. Let's let's get it happening. So, God be that man. And also, I want to let y'all know as far as basketball before we change up any other sport, just sticking to it. My, you talked about the words in their front court, but when it comes to front court basketball, and for those who don't know what that means, that's basically the inside or considered a post player. 
Uh, on NBA 2K, again, if y'all saw my Instagram, y'all see that I've been playing 2K. I did the face scan. It was pretty legit, actually, on last year edition. But this gentleman that's on the other end is my 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 partner, my 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 partner in the paint. So whenever y'all ready, think y'all got a squad, y'all come holler at us. We'll set up. Listen. Listen, <laughs> listen, I'm going to tell y'all just like Charlie Murphy told told them about Prince. You don't believe me? Yo, bring your friends. If you play 2K, I'm telling you, yo, I don't know about the outside, not talking nothing about my other teammates, but if you play 2K and you got a big man, do not come our way because nope. I promise you, nope. you're going to get embarrassed from, listen, <laughs> and I know certain people outside of my hem- my normal hemisphere are going to hear this. So even if you're like upper echelon famous, and I know you're going to hear this, if you play 2K, <laughs> don't come and see me and Murph. That paint is on lock, son. Yeah. L-O-C-K. Yeah. yeah Lockdown. Yeah. And I, I ain't going to drag it out more, but it is really a, a, a to rob R&B. It's the, one of the best high-low combination he's seen. And he's yeah. been playing 2K for a long time. Yeah, we got the high-low on lock, bro. Yeah, yeah. we ain't got to talk about 2K too much, but I'm yeah. telling you, like, <laughs> we, we don't just play the game. Like, listen, and I'll say this about 2K. If you play 2K and you just play it because it's a video game, don't play. Like, like yeah. I, I, yo, if you play 2K and you don't know nothing about basketball, stop it. Yeah. Stop it, yo. And stop playing my career and then coming to the to the pro and thinking you know how to play. <laughs> you need to get on, y'all, you people get on my nerves. <laughs> like, stop, bro. I, I won't get too deep to it, but yeah. for, y'all, for y'all that play 2K and, and, and you know that you you play a nice little mix of pro and my career, the park, whatever, you, you get surround. You can always point that guy out that all he do is play mockery and then he come out there thinking, get out of here, Slim. Stop oh, that. You, for one, that's the only reason you were 95 already. <laughs> Nobody got there that fast. Like, stop that, man. Stop that. Oh, anyway. man. I love it. So, you know, like Penrose said, big fan of Detroit basketball and the I for those. Basketball, bro. Yes, I love uh, it. And for those. I avid, hate the fact we got Blake Griffin, but whatever. You got Blake, you got Drummond, you got Reggie Jackson. Listen, 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 man. Listen, (laughs) the only thing, the only people on that team that should be untouchable right now is Drummond. And and that's because people, for some reason, don't. I know the game has changed, but the value of an inside man like that is is, is ridiculous. I agree. Blake Griffin, don't get me wrong. Blake is an amazing player. Before the Pistons are trying to do it this moment, this is not the Blake we we need. We oh, needed Blake five, six years ago. Years ago, ago yep. I don't need jump shooting Blake 25, right now. 25, yeah, Lob City. Like I need Lob City Blake because yeah. Detroit is about, we, we, we're about defense and we're about big plays. If you look at any championship team we've had, it's been off defense and, and the offense has always been big plays. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, you know, uh, Somebody had proposed a trade that would have sent him to, I think it would have sent Blake to Minnesota, Jimmy to New York, and somehow Detroit would have ended up with like Ennis Cantor and somebody else. And I was all for it. Give me Ennis Cantor and Drummond in the paint together. Yeah. I'll take it. You know what I'm saying? As far as Reggie Jackson is concerned, he can't live up to what he was supposed to be due to injury, and I hate that it happened to him because coming leaving OKC, I really was all about the Reggie Jackson train. Um, but you know, I won't stick too hard on my team. I'm glad we I'm glad we got rid of Stan Van Gundy. I do appreciate that. <laughs> um, I just now you know we we back downtown in Detroit where we belong. We no longer playing in the Palace. We yeah, downtown. So it's time it's time to for real go ahead and, and, and do what we need to do and bring Detroit basketball back to the prominence. You know, we 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 we've had some decent pickups in the draft, but one thing you Darko Millichick Oh, my bad. That's what I was about to bring that up. This is what you should never do. Don't ever get too full of yourself. Because the Darko Millichick pick in the draft was the dumbest, most absolute pick. Listen, Jordan picking Kwame was a better pick than Joe D picking Darko Millichick. Come yeah, on, bro. Yeah. Come on, bro. Carmelo Anthony, Dwayne Wade, yeah, Chris Bosh, yes, sir. 
These are just some of the names you passed up on for Darko Milicic? Yes, sir. Yeah, bro. And then your excuses, oh, we got Tayshaun Prince already. True indeed. True indeed. But guess who we did not have at that time? At that time, we did not have uh, she. We didn't pick yep. she up into the middle of that season. Yep. So at that time, that's a problem that you work around. You go draft the mellow. That's a problem that you work around. Right. You go draft D-Wade. That's a problem that you work around. Chris Bosh. That's a problem. Okay, let's take the Chris Bosh thing. We we draft Chris Bosh. No disrespect to she because I love what she brought to the team. But if you get Chris Bosh, now you have your power forward situation under control. You don't have to go scramble because let's be honest. I love my team. She don't come to Detroit in the middle of the season. We don't get that ring. <laughs> and the story about she, and I was just talking to one of my uh, co-workers a few weeks ago. I said, y'all don't remember she was with Atlanta after yeah, getting traded. Like 30 hours. Yep. Yeah. Yep. She was an Atlanta Hawk for half of a game. Yep. In the middle of that game, she got traded. I don't even think. Did he play the whole game? No. Oh, I, I know he suited up and then bounced and it was yeah, and then bounced. I want to say at halftime, Rasheed Wallace was traded. Yep. Well, right before halftime. A lot of people don't never, know that. It went from Portland yeah. to Atlanta, yeah. Atlanta to Detroit. To Detroit. Yep. I remember that because when he went to Atlanta, I was hurt because that Portland team, I love what they had and they could never get over the hump. Yep. Now we see it had a lot to do with bad officiating, but that's a story for another time. <laughs> and so... When when he went to Atlanta, I felt bad because I was like, yo, like, I'm not a I'm not a North Carolina fan, but I'm a fan of basketball. So yeah. I love what North Carolina pumped out around that time. Kings, <laughs> Jamison, and Vince Carter coming out at the same time. Stackhouse. So House and she came out together. I was excited for the both of them. And to yeah. see Stack had a career that he had, even though it didn't progress into a championship, Stack stayed decent outside of injury. Yeah. So when they you know, when they got rid of she and you go from Portland and you, you know, in the Western Conference and you made it to the fi- the Western Conference Finals, and then you're in Atlanta? Yeah. Oh, for yeah. what? Yo, and, and for those of y'all that don't remember, Atlanta back in 2003, 2004 was the track. So, anyway, <laughs> um, I was excited that Detroit went and got him. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And furthermore, that should show again why that Darko pick was stupid. Because if Darko works out, <laughs> again, there's no need for she. You don't pick Darko. Darko Milicic, bro? <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, bro. Oh, man. So, Detroit, like we said, and shout out to that Pistons team for winning with she, with Ben, with ben, the Wallace boys, Tayshawn, Reggie Miller. Reggie Miller, that I don't block, care where you at. That blind Reggie. I don't know. That was it, son. And I'm a Jalen Rose fan, and Jalen played for that team at that time. Yeah, he did. Yo, I love Jalen Rose as a human being and as a basketball player, but I was so happy to see him hurt that night. Yo, I remember <laughs> that play like it was yesterday, bro. I was sitting up, and I was wide. I was getting ready to go. I worked at Motor City Casino, downtown Detroit. And I remember sitting up on the edge of the bed, and I knew I had to be to work at 1130, so I'm getting ready and shit. And I'm watching the game, and I remember when Reggie stole the ball. And when he stole the ball, I just laid back and looked at the ceiling, and I was like, man, you got to be fucked. I mean, excuse me, you got to be kidding me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and when it happened, when as soon as I said you got to be kidding me, I just heard the crowd get nuts. Like, And I look up, and Tayshine is hawking this dude. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, when he blocked that man, you talking about. Like, as a Detroit Pistons fan, bro, that block was probably one of the highest heights, and she leaving Robert Roy open the next year was probably one of the lowest I have ever felt in my life. So. Yes, sir. As you can tell, yeah, I love my Pistons, but anyway. Yes, sir. Yeah, he loved his team. <laughs> yes, he do. And the hard nose, like you said, when you think of Detroit basketball, you think of hard nose, defense team-oriented hard nose you know, ball. So I want right. to transition this to just NFL talk. So Clay Matthews and a lot of defensive ends and NFL pass rushers aren't able to really just lay the smack down on quarterbacks. Right. What are your thoughts coming up how we grew up? And I've already said a few things. But for you, what do you think 
as far as the NFL not allowing them guys to really tackle and Clay Matthews basically saying the NFL is becoming soft. Uh, I'm in 100% agreement with that statement. Um, let me start. Let me backtrack by saying I am 100% for safety of, of any human being and especially yes, in, a, in a sport such as, you know, as violent as, as a uh, football and especially with the quarterback position, athletes are a little bit more, you know, better athletes nowadays than they were back in the 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s. But yeah. at the same time, a lot of quarterbacks are still very stationary. So I get why we're trying to protect the quarterback. But you you want to take a sport that's violent by nature. You want to take a sport where the, the secondary object outside of scoring is to hit somebody. Right. The defense, their entire structure is built around stopping that ball from advancing. So if my mindset is clearly stop the ball, I don't have time to worry about, oh, is all of my body weight about to land on this guy? I get not. I, no, you shouldn't lead. Which if you launch and lead with your helmet, totally against the rules. Yeah. If you, you know, horse collar, if you face, I get all of that stuff. But telling a guy that he can't lay the wood pause to another man with playing football. <laughs> Facts. I feel like that's horrible, bro. And yeah. and if you look at the three times that Clay Matthews got called for the penalty, and it was in three different games, which is weird to me, though, because he clearly hit the quarterback more than once in each of those games. Yep. But he got called once per game. And I think that was I almost think that was done on purpose. But anyway, if you look at those plays. The quarterback got up. Yeah. The quarterback wasn't rattled. He wasn't. You see what I'm saying? Like, protect the quarterback, but let's not make the league so soft to the point to where nobody knows what a tackle is and what isn't. And he even I, reached I, out to Alex Smith and was like, yo, bro, did I actually hurt you? He was like, no, it was a tackle, regular tackle. He was like, thank you. Right. So, yeah. I, I mean, I haven't know. seen one quarterback that has agreed with the with the call, you know, with the rule change, even you know, Ben Ro Ben Roethlisberger said, you know, that it's nice to get more protection for us. He's like, but come on, yeah. He's like, there's like thirty calls a week, yeah. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> like, he, and he he needs to retire. That's another story too. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, him, Eli, the, Odell the Beckham throwing uh, touchdowns yeah. over Eli. My bad, my bad, y'all. <laughs> The Steelers and the Giants right now are the pure example of when the quarterback has stayed a little too long. Yes, sir. I mean, Eli quit on the team last year, and they when he did, did that, he should have just quit altogether. Yep, and you would have went out with a little bit more respect because we knew that your coach was horrible. We knew what yep. they was doing with the team. You could have just went on out. You beat Tom Brady twice, bro. What? Who can say anything to you? But, nope, you wanted to come back this year, and you got – one of, if not the best downfield receiver in the league, and you throwing ten and fifteen yard across the middle dump passes. Yeah, every game. Yeah, Odell Beckham has not scored. Well, I I didn't watch all of the game today, but I know up until this week, how do you have Odell Beckham and he doesn't have one touchdown? <clears throat> Get out of here, man! Stop yes, that. Well, so, just like I was saying about the Steelers, Juju, as of this week. Before the beginning was leading in receptions and total over receiving AB. yards. Yeah, and yeah, that's over exactly. Antonio Brown. That's what I'm saying. How do you have AB and you not targeting him? You're Ben Roethlisberger, bro. You Eli, like, and you got exactly. a stud. So I'm with you. I'm just adding to what you're saying, big dog. That's all. Yeah, those guys need to. Is is you just got to know when your time <laughs> is up. You want to know why Tom Brady is 41 and he can stay? It's because he don't get hit. Yes, sir. You see what I'm saying? Eli has been getting his head tore up since 2011. Yeah. They have, for some reason, the Giants, for some reason, won't do what they need to do to fix that offensive line. Yes, sir. I have never seen a team who has, for, come on now, let, all right, let's look at the Browns, right? The Browns have systematically been bad for years, but you can always pinpoint a different reason the Browns are bad. Hey, them boys never won today, too, man. Shout out to the did. folks out there Shout in out Cleveland. <laughs> but, right. Shout out to the Browns. Shout out to Cleveland, y'all. But you you can't have you can't have a quarterback and he just let him get rattled 
for the last eight or seven years and think that, you know, he's just about to be all of that still. Nah, man. Like, look, but because they have too many weapons over there. For one, you got Saquon Barkley. Why he only touching the ball 10 times a game? You got Odell Beckham. Why we not throwing the ball down here? You know what I mean? Like it's the offensive line, Penrose. They 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 should have brought more bought more money and invested in their line. Barry Sanders had one of the worst offensive Ooh. lines his entire career, and had it not been for retirement, he'd still hold the Russian uh, the 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 Russian record right now. So you know, let's, let's I get it. The <laughs> offensive line is where it starts. Don't get me wrong. I wholeheartedly agree. I like with to that. play bad cop a lot of times when I record. That's all for you know for to give the world a different perspective. But them boys need to they need to fix that offensive line. Eli need to go and sit down, let Davis Webb get his touches. You know what I'm saying? And I honestly I honestly feel like you let Davis Webb start, you either now go look for another quarterback or you get ready to build around him and just go on into the future. Because you got the pieces in place. Fix that line, give Davis Webb the ball. And don't let Davis Webb be the star though. You got Odell Beckham. You got Saquon Barkley. You know what I'm saying? Like just fix the problem, and it's not hard. We gotta stop being. We gotta stop playing favoritism. It's just like the Dallas Cowboys. Why you Cowboy fans? You wanna know why y'all ain't won nothing in years? Tony Romo. Tony Romo is one of the worst <laughs> quarterbacks to ever come through the NFL, and y'all wanna act like, oh no, he's a Hall of Famer, bro. Man, he helped me win two fantasy football championships. And he probably did because Tony Romo is definitely one of the best season quarterbacks from game one to game sixteen. Oh. I'm winning. Tony Romo. Hey, he'll fumble two to, times, throw two man. interceptions, but give you five touchdowns. But what happens in the first round of the playoffs every year? Choke central. Nothing. Exactly. Yeah. One of the, look, one of the most iconic things, like you it's certain things about people in sports that you remember. Like, I'ma always remember, I don't care how many championships Talu win. I'ma always remember the day that Iverson stepped, stepped over, over you yep. on that sideline. One of the most iconic things I will ever remember is when Tony Romo got sacked and fumbled that ball, and he just sat there. Remember, he sat yep. there and they caught him with that picture, and his hands yep. was in his face mask. Yeah, that that sums up your career, Tony. You've been a <laughs> bum your entire career. Like, let's just like we we gotta stop being. Hey, my list is like, okay, what's this IG? Because we gotta exactly. talk. I got some cowboy heavy hitters that's listening right and, now. Look, and, and 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 don't get me wrong. The Cowboys are one of the, the I, I say out of the NFL, I give Cowboys, they definitely, as far as mystique and championships and just history, top five teams, for sure. I'm not saying they are number five, but I feel like there's five teams that you just have to think about when you think football. But Tony Romo was not a good part of y'all history. Everybody wants to do No, look, Jerry Jones. Needs to just own the team and stop trying to coach from the skybox. Yes, okay, sir. there's no reason that Jimmy Johnson's name is not on that 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 ring of fame or whatever or ring of honor, whatever mm. they call it. This man brought y'all three championships, bro. Three, and they didn't even said it. Even when y'all had the chance to win again, he only left due to the fact that dude wouldn't shut up. And what have y'all done since Jimmy Johnson left? Nothing. Hey, they end up winning that championship after Jimmy left, though, big dog. It was uh the other coach. Listen, that's just like saying that when Michigan won that uh, that shared championship in 96. Barry Switzer. That, that's that's look, his name. Barry Switzer won I, that. I hear you. But that's look, that's like saying that when when Michigan won it, that was Lloyd Carr's team. No, it was not. Copy that. That was, that was a buildup of, of what Bo built. And then when he left, Lloyd took over. That team was a buildup. Mark Jackson so and Steve together. Kerr. Yep, yep, yep. No, no, no. I'm talking about uh, that Michigan team. No, I know. I'm just adding to what you're saying. The Mark Jackson. That was Mark oh, Jackson team with Steve Kerr in the winning uh, championship. Man, Mark, if they didn't uh, send Mark Jackson a ring the first year they won, they should be ashamed of themselves. <laughs> that was Mark Jackson's team. He drafted all of those players. Like, yes, what are y'all talking about? You see what I'm saying? So, yes, we can't. That, that Barry Switzer thing, like, bro, yeah, you got you a ring. But, my nigga, that was Jimmy's team, bro. Like, stop it. And, and it, that's what people got to start, start looking at. Like, it, I was watching this thing today, and they was talking about when uh, when Scotty, when, when Jordan left. You remember when uh, Jordan left, they right. went to the Eastern Conference Finals yep. against New York? Yep. And they was down two games to zero. Yep. And the first game they won, if, if anybody remembers this, it's 1.8 seconds left on the clock. Tony Scottie Kukos Pippen took is the on shot. The bench. But why is Scotty on the bench? 
This is this now yeah. think about think about Scotty we talking about. Yeah. This was D Wade before there was D Wade. Scotty that year led the Bulls in in, in points, assists, uh no points, assists, and rebounds. Yeah. And then was second on the team in steals and blocks. Yep. This is Scotty Pippen. Goes fifty five wins in that yeah. season. Yeah. yeah. Goes to the yeah. Eastern Conference Finals. Plays the entire game, you, 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 and y'all down with 1.8 seconds left on the clock, and Scotty don't take the shot. Why? All I can say is I'm glad they put their differences aside once Jordan came back and when they brought in Dennis. That's all I'm going to say to that. But I, you're right. <laughs> I still don't know. Because he was pissed that Phil drew up the play for Tony, and he wouldn't go out on the floor. Hmm. I didn't know that until the crazy part is earlier today, to be honest about it. <laughs> Copy that. <laughs> I looked up, I watched this thing on uh, YouTube. They was talking about that shit. But anyway, point being is, man, like, just, just sticking on what we're talking about. Like, Cass is loyal to a fault. You know what I mean? And, and everybody want to be the man. Look, Dallas, Tony Romo sucked. Um, <laughs> who else? Because some of you are, listen, if you're a Seahawks fan, Pete Carroll called the dumbest play on the, on the two yard line. running back with. Yeah, beast yep. mode. Um, you Falcons fans should be extremely ashamed of yourself. Against the Patriots and the Super Bowl in Houston. Yep. Exactly. You I'm know what you. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, you know, and don't get me wrong. I can't talk. My team ain't been to the Super Bowl <laughs> since 2003. But it's due to the fact that, you know, we got cheated against the Patriots the year before. And, you know, we had to play our coach in the Super Bowl. So, you know, whatever. Yes, sir. Not that anything is an excuse, but some of y'all, man, y'all be riding these cats and they do not need to be on your team. There's some of y'all out there that that's, I just don't get it, man. I just don't get it. There's some people out there that's probably like they want Johnny Football back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, these cats didn't do nothing for y'all team, man. Nothing like, and honestly, oh, I hate man. the fact that Drew Bledsoe was injury prone. Because had it not been for, I don't get me wrong, I love the fact that Tom Brady got his shine. Yeah. But I wish Drew Bledsoe would have stayed healthy in Dallas. Because then we would have never had to endure those horrible Tony Romo years. <laughs> I don't care what a Dallas fan think, man. My daddy <laughs> Dallas fan, bro. That that was some horrible years for y'all, man. Y'all can sit up there and talk. Oh, we America's team. What your team do? You right. My team wasn't doing much or nothing. But going to, the, going to the, 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 the AFC Championship and to the Super Bowl. What, what was y'all doing the entire... Like, honestly. Like, how long did Romo play for them? Like, 11 years? Yeah, it was... it was Yeah, over 10 years. Yeah, what? same team. A lot of teams, once they see they ain't doing nothing, they change their quarterback. Yes, sir. Come on, man. Who's my quarterback? Shut up. That was, that was Terrell Owens, big dog I on know. that one. I love Terrell Owens, except for that one. I hated that. <laughs> Don't talk about my quarterback. Shut your mouth. Your quarterback is bump. Hey y'all, I'm 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 a, we gonna call it a, a, a episode because uh, we know Penrose <laughs> love his teams and he will support you if you do the right thing. But if you a bum or you're not well respected by him, he will call you out. So I know y'all ready. What's the this? N- okay, real quick, the NFL is soft. I'm gonna just wrap that up. I just want to okay. go back to that because you did bring that up. The NFL is soft. You can't you can't have a sport as violent as the NFL. P- point being is, stop trying to just use it as entertainment. Like we get that it's entertainment, but it's like I heard somebody say the other day. I want to see superheroes play sports, not regular people. Yeah. So when you got these people out here and they're doing these superheroic things, like we love it. Right. Protect folks, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't just let people go out here and kill people. I get that. But, like, come on, man. It's the NFL. It's football. Like, we already, our country is already looked at very, very bad. Like, yeah. we are already just going through. We're the fattest country. We're no longer the smartest country. Mm. We got stuff that's hanging over our head. Don't don't water down football for us. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and for, you know. For, for all of y'all that's still not watching football because, oh, my God, Colin Kaepernick, oh, my God. Real talk, and I've said it before, and I know a lot of y'all ain't going to do it. Everything that the NFL does with that flag is considered, by by all, by law, is considered disrespectful. Kneeling is actually considered okay and never been considered disrespectful by the military or in the flag rule book. 
every single way that the NFL uses that flag by having it on the field, by putting it on their uniforms, by using it on the ribbons when they say they're trying to support the troops, by selling things with the flag on it, all of that stuff. It's considered disrespect. And I know this had nothing to do with it, but this is why not sports. And I honestly feel like that Colin Kaepernick is one of the, the, the he, he's a key person in, in what I look to be the new movement. Um, a lot of y'all are mad for the wrong reasons. You're mad because somebody told you to be mad and you won't even go look things up for yourself. We do, y'all disrespect that flag every single Sunday. Every single Sunday that the military comes out there and them, all them people hold that flag out uh, horizontally across that field, it's, it's considered disrespect. But don't nobody want to talk about that. We don't want to talk about that. All you NASCAR fans that go buy the flag with the, 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 the T-shirts with the flag on it, it's disrespect. Everybody love their country. I love America. Oh, my God. For one, for all the artists mad about the flag, go look up the, when, when the NBA and the NFL start having the flag be a part of the pregame ceremony. Come on. Don't worry. I'll wait because it, <laughs> it, 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 that just started happening within the last, like, 15 to 20 years. Actually, probably a little less than that for the NFL. For the NBA, I know it's been happening, like, since the 90s. But for the NFL, that just started happening in the 2000s. Nobody cared, bro. Like, just what I'm saying. Y'all all sitting, and, and I know I'm ranting right now, but I just want to. <laughs> I'm just like, yo, there's Penrose. Hey, get it in, big dog. Hey, I feel you. <laughs> everybody's so up their arms about it. But the crazy part is nobody, nobody's talking about the fact that the only reason they're doing this is because they playing on y'all emotions and making y'all spend more money. Nobody cares impulsive. about Impulsive. Yep, impulsive. Buying. And all that exactly. stuff. It's a strategy. I agree with that. And so now everybody's like, oh, well, I'm not going to watch football. Guess what? So what? Nobody cares if you don't watch football. Well, I'm going to support it. because. And guess what? Nobody cares. The point is, y'all brought this flag up in every single week. Y'all hate a man that stood up for, poli for police brutality. And y'all say that he was disrespecting y'all's flag. But y'all disrespected every y'all. It's a book that tells you what's disrespectful to it, and still you do it every week with the horrible ideals that you have been taught that it is not okay to let somebody else have the same bearing of life that you have allows you to feel that this man standing up for rights is disrespectful. Go check yourself, bro. Go check yourself. If you honestly feel that way, if you're not watching football because of somebody kneeling. For police brutality, go smack yourself. Drop your baby, kid. Now, like something. now, Come bad on. cop. I gotta play bad cop. Now, I gotta speak up because I've said on the show the NFL and just they're not showing consistency, like you said, as far as Clay Matthews being soft, uh, far not him being soft, but the NFL not allowing him to play. Um, as far as Kaepernick going back and forth with that. The owners like Jerry Jones. There's multiple owners like him that right. want to dictate. So I'm speaking on reasons why I haven't personally dove into the game as much as I used to. And one, oh, the brand I'm is growing to too. Who don't watch it, so I, and I'm, I'm just saying for for people that might think like me or that has close to uh ideas or reasonings that's what i'm looking for reasons of why they might not watch it at all or as if, much if, i definitely want to point that out was to tell me, if somebody of color was to tell me or anybody actually not even of color was to say that they don't watch it due to the fact that they don't agree with the fact that the nfl is not taking the stance against poli police brutality and they are trying to which they are in collusion against colin kaepernick if that's not the reason you're watching it i wholeheartedly understand it I understand it and I support it. If you're not watching it because Colin Kaepernick was kneeling and he was gotcha. standing up for, gotcha. for rights, gotcha. then that's what I'm talking about. It's something wrong with you. Yes. That's what I'm saying. For those people who don't watch because it's, it's like my race, I, I can no longer be comfortable in my racist skin. That, that's pretty much what you're saying. Because I can see if the dude came out and said like, yo, this is about the flag. This is about the American government. I can see if, if you're mad then, but he never said that. It's about poli police brutality. When somebody dies in America, where do they fly the flag? At half-staff, right? Yeah. What's the only way to be half-staff as a person? It's to kneel. 
And when every single day you're watching people get murdered on TV, well, definitely at the time when he was practicing, when going through these practices for those two years that he did it, police, people were being killed on TV every single day. Why? That's what I don't, that's what I'm saying. When, when sports was something that as a child, when we all were introduced to sports, the one thing that you were taught was camaraderie and unity. That's what sports builds. You got people that come from poor neighborhoods and people that come from rich neighborhoods and they have to come together as one. You got people who didn't know they was that talented and the team brings it out of them. You got people who, who you know what I'm saying, might have been the man at this school and then they come to another school and they got to get humble. But sports did it. Yeah. Why, Why not sports? <laughs> one of the most beautiful things that God has ever blessed us with and using it to continue to tear down the fabric of our country. Yeah. We're using football to tear down the fabric of our country. Come on. Because we don't want to appreciate somebody else's ideas. We don't want to appreciate we don't want to appreciate somebody else's livelihood. We're saying it's okay that you get murdered for nothing. But but if you speak up about it, oh my God. We got it. We got to do better, man. We got to do better. So. Yes, sir. My well, I, I, I appreciate you. I appreciate <laughs> you, big dog. Hey, I t and I'm gonna tell y'all true fact. I said Penrose. One more thing before I forget. <laughs> I, definitely to, I definitely want you to say what you got to say. You got uh, uh, again. You know you're in a world of trouble if you run up on some on a group of dudes and King K is the little dude. So shout out. To the to the knights because them is some really true big corn fed country bros, but we beat y'all down in the malice of the palace, bro. I don't care what y'all got to say. Ron Artest got waxed. Y'all was beating up fans. Yeah, if y'all want to take the credit for smacking some fans, cool. But Ben Wallace gave y'all the business. She gave y'all the business. Y'all hit the water boy and got excited. Like, stop that. Anyway, my bad. So for those listeners <laughs> out there, I knew when I brought Penrose to the show, I said, I know he's going to bring a different element, but that makes me who I am. This makes the sports show what it is because we're going to hit on things on and off the court or on and off the field or your respective craft. And what he's talking about is the fight that broke off in Detroit against the Indiana Pacers and the Detroit Pistons. Pistons during a timeout at that. So, Don't get me wrong, dude wasn't right for throwing that 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 water at uh. Jermaine uh, O'Neal. No, no, no. The the fight started because a fan threw something at Artest. Uh, Ron Artest. Yeah, it was Artest. See, people don't want to... Ron Artest wasn't just being no ignorant dude. No, no, yeah, the, yeah, the fan definitely ignited <laughs> and, all and, that. And if, you, if, if you're if you a sports fan, then you will know that around that time, uh, Indiana Pistons, Detroit, I mean, the Indiana Pacers, Detroit Pistons, was, rivalry. Rivalry yeah. was kind of brewing. Seeing as how, again, we just blocked that shot the year before and sent, sent them packing. You see yeah, what I'm saying? So yeah. the rivalry was there. And Ron Artest, being who he was, was not to be taken lightly. So I get why it all happened. I just, you know, I don't like falsehoods. And y'all, the, the Pacers lost. Y'all and that changed the whole dynamic of Indiana Pacers basketball. Oh, yeah, for sure. Steven the Jackson was gone. Jermaine O'Neal yeah. was gone. Ron Artest was gone. And a few other people. They changed yep, their whole image. It couldn't, the, the Pacers basketball team couldn't look like that. You know what I mean? It was all like, to be honest about it, I mean, Nah, I guess the Pacers generally always had a black team, but y'all can't. They kept a few white folks around, yeah. but that team was then looked at as like thugs, right? You, absolutely. And Indiana, especially with uh, Larry Bird at the helm, you can't have that. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, yeah. You know, you 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 see them Detroit boys ain't going nowhere. No. De Detroit basketball. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Like I said, y'all, I knew what I was getting myself into. And I said, hey, dog, you know, I know that you passionate about this podcast game. You passionate about your team. I know you love your team. When we're on together, you can talk for hours. Oh, yeah. This is a why not sports short. And we're going to bring you back, though, bro. So I just want you to know, don't act like. That Murph, this is my only shot because that's not the case. Oh, no, for sure, bro. I and, appreciate this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I told him, I said, dog, 20 to 30 minutes. And he was like, 
45 minutes later to an hour, Murph. I got you. So we could have had two shows. But anyway, I just wanted y'all, man, to just get to know Penrose for his sports knowledge. And just hit him up. So let Penrose, let the world know how they can at you, man, and hit you up on your DMs because I'm sure the Cowboys fans, some people that – far as thoughts of the flag and Kaepernick gonna reach out to you. I can already feel it. Yeah. You can catch me on Twitter at Penrosemes. Anywhere else at Penrosemes. Catch my show at Penrose versus any or Penrose versus anybody. Um yeah man send me what your thoughts are. I don't care man. Listen, if you honestly, honestly can tell me that you enjoyed the Tony Romo years as a Dallas fan, let's talk about it because there's something wrong with you. Like I was honestly thinking about going to get myself some therapy and maybe we can tag along together. We might get discount rates. <laughs> Because there's no way that you can be a sane person and think that the Romo years was 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 good Dallas years. Like never, y'all had y'all, yo y'all had possibly like Terrell Owens was a, a tight end that played wide receiver, bro. That dude was huge. Y'all couldn't even win with him. Come on, man, stop it, stop it, bro. Tony Romo sucked. Tony Romo sucked, and it just is what it is. Like. It's a bunch of football teams I can get on right now, but, you know, for the wrong reasons, for why y'all failed the way that y'all have. But nobody wants to admit it, and Tony Romo was horrible. Holler at me. <laughs> hey, y'all, I want to instigate it, but I'm not, because this will be another 30 minutes. And, yeah. So, world, make sure y'all hit them up, man, because I'm sure uh, y'all got some questions, comments. For my avid listeners, for my loyal listeners, hit up Penrose. Test his knowledge even more. Because I'm going to follow up. I believe within the next week, and I, and this is on air, <clears throat> excuse me, this is on air, is on record, that somebody is going to reach out to you with a question or a comment based on this episode. So I look forward to your feedback when that time comes. So be ready. Oh, I'm ready for it, man. Tell them to holler at me, man. I'm definitely ready. <laughs> well, hey, y'all. Appreciate y'all, man. Enjoy your week. You can find the show. First, you can find me, Twitter, and IG, at Murph. You can find the show on most platforms, including iHeartRadio as well as Spotify. Hey, y'all, like I said, man, we'll be back next week. I love y'all. Peace. For now, I am Cole Johnson of Cole Sports, and this has been your Why Not Sports Short. This has been a special report from Why Not Sports. Now, back to your regularly scheduled programming already in progress.